one. There's one. Hi, folks. <laughs> I'm Mike Morales. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Rick Levy in Escondido, California. Rick, show everybody your your colors, man. Look at you, your, your oh colors. man. So the uh, the tequila we're reviewing today comes from um, well, I guess you could call it a kind of artist collective. Uh, they uh, there's a lot of lifestyle stuff that they're doing surrounding the brand, right. and uh, we got quite a quite a swag bag along with this. Uh, you know, we got uh, t-shirts and. Brooches and boutonnieres, and uh, <laughs> I got some sunglasses here somewhere, yes. and there's like it, some uh, sunscreen, and there, there's all kinds of neat. But this is the te tequila we're tasting today. It's called El Satico. You may have heard of it. It right. was it launched in the summertime. Yes, this is the middle. This is this baby launched in the middle of the pandemic. All right, and which we're like still in. But um, and but here's the exciting thing: it is kosher, it is um, uh, also uh, organics, USDA certified organic, and uh, again, this is like the third or fourth tequila this year that we have. Uh, we're going to be dissecting from this distillery. I will give you the number. It is Tequilas Las Americas that is getting the 1480. It gets the bulk of the organic tequilas, uh, and the certification is BioAgriCert. Yeah, 1480 is in Amatitan. Yes, we Our love Amatitan. Yeah. I have I have an entire section of the library back here <laughs> dedicated to what comes out of 1480 Las Americas. Well, I'm a huge fan. Off camera, he was showing me. All right, models. check it out. So today we've got El Sativo. El Sativo. A former big hit on Tequila Aficionado has been one with life. Right. Uh, we got Uno, Dos, Tres, One, Two, Three. Yep. Which we haven't tasted on Sipping Off the Cuff, David Rabandi, uh, calling him out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Put it on. Uh, uh, the new Four Copas. Yeah. Celestial, which Celestial. we really tripped over ourselves loving it last year Absolutely. and uh you know an old favorite of mine through all its incarnations don abraham yeah it, that was been around in several distilleries but that that organic version is really very popular uh out here out in houston it, it actually is uh this one is interesting because it's owned by a couple of people uh one jamie witten who is a singer songwriter and uh uh, Dr. Summers, I believe is Don Summers. I want to make sure I get his name correctly because this is what's unusual about this tequila. All right. They, they sent us some interesting information on their process. Um, they, they, uh, of course it's organic and they go, uh, they go on and on about, about that. But here's the thing. This is the, the press release we got says the first tequila to isolate terpenes or turpins in the raw agave and maintain the properties debuts this summer. Okay. Um, so they sent us some really deep information um, uh, of, of the, what turpins are. Apparently um, the, a part of the uh, ownership are, are doctors who have been isolating uh, turpins from, um, uh, uh, from CBD, from marijuana, apparently for the, for uh for medical purposes 
and and so uh, the uh, part of the ownership wanted to make sure that they did the same. Turpins exist uh, from this information that, that I got, um, and I will. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got the. Uh, uh, gosh, what happened to my notes here? They they. Um, oh, here they are. Okay. Uh, the the process is they create 100% Blue Weber agave tequila the way it was meant to be the way purists like it it's estate grown in the on the volcanic belt is what they're calling it uh, which is a matitan and uh, agaves are planted nurtured and harvested organically in our fields and never sourced they use no harmful pesticides or fungicides uh, or fungicides I don't know. Um, we, we use organic fertilizers and harvest by hand. We slowly steam our blue agaves in small in stone ovens for 24 to 48 hours, no autoclaves, no diffusers, and they ferment with, their, with natural yeast. Now, El Sativo says they set itself apart by utilizing a special distillation method that naturally highlights the agave plant's precious resources, which are turpins, and and they're naturally occurring in all plants. Okay, it's the same, it's the same stuff that when you run run your hands across a, a rosemary or you you know you you it's what gives basil its scent, uh, mint things like that. And, and I think what it is is they extract those aromas and those <clears throat> oils that cause that, so for medicinal purposes. And apparently. Uh, uh, it won't make you high, but, uh, but it will it will give you a, a sense of um, uh, a sense of well being. And and Rick, tell tell everybody what you said to me when we were we were discussing this off camera because we I had never seen this this angle of marketing. Okay, but uh, but you know. You, as you grow into the tequila thing, you hear people say, yeah, you know, tequila is an upper, not a downer like like other alcohols or um, uh, it makes you feel good. You know, tequila makes my clothes fall off. It's stupid <laughs> stuff like that, right? But so it turns out that the turpins are the or terpenes. I don't know. Man, the terpenes. Uh, uh, they're they're the cause. So so tell everybody what. Well, I think, you know, I think what we're seeing here is sort of the angle we've seen in other brands where people are coming into tequila from another industry. Right. And so, you know, you and I just reviewed a tequila where they were coming from the wine industry. And exactly. there were a bunch of vintners that, um, right. you know, decided to get together and create a tequila. And so of course they bring their expertise from that industry and that's the way they talk about their process because that's where they're coming from. But you know, I think with the terpenes, we're really just talking about the naturally occurring organic compounds that come from the agave that you know, really any artisanal distiller is going to be trying to preserve in the final product or um, you know, it has a lot to do with, you know, where it where it boils off in the distillation process and, you know, where where they cut the heads and the tails, because all of these compounds are going to evaporate at different temperatures. And that's essentially, you know, you set your cutoff points. So, you know, they may be they may be coming from a perspective where they are targeting certain terpenes and they're deciding you know, they're basing that on where they're going to cut their heads and tails. But 
it's probably not so much different than any of our you know best artists artisanal distillers would be doing anyway right. you know by their by their instincts and you know knowledge of their craft um they just probably don't talk about it the same way right yeah uh see and and, and i we, yeah, as you were saying that we we've talked about several master distillers that that are geniuses you know with the the, the people that make Fuente Seca, for instance, G4 and Terralta, you know, uh, anything coming out of Las Americas. I, I, what's important for them has always been to present the agave in the best light possible. And and I think that that's, um, you know, you, you find that more often in, like you said, craft tequilas, because that's what they're most proud of. You know, the people at Las Americas, they're agave growers, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Felipe Camarena and 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 Carlos are come from a family of agave growers. You know, it, they're not. If you ever see pictures uh, on their Instagram or or video, their agave are huge. They're not going to give you those little coconut size. They're going to throw in a diffuser. You know, they want they want that that huge agave that took you know seven, eight, nine, ten years to to grow, which is now rare at this point. You know, to get them right. back. And 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 so again, the older and the bigger and the riper these plants are, the more terpenes are going to be in, you know, are, are going to be in the the plant. I like you said, I've never heard them call call them terpenes. But anyway, I want to let's 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 just go into the. I like the you know I like their their yeah I like the bubbles. I like uh, I, I love bubbles. This tequilas from this distillery just never you know. Right. And, you know, you got to say with with the angle they were going for with the organic and the kosher and all of that, they couldn't have chosen a better distillery to work with. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think I think, you know, it, it still it still boils down to using the best the best raw material. And and right now it probably is all coming out of 1480 and a few of the other ones. I got the shivers down the spine. Those are the terpenes. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what to call it. Yeah, me too. Um, it's, you know, what's interesting too, Rick, it's not as crystalline. And, and I thought maybe it was the bottle because the bottle is also a recyclable, uh, non-combustible bottle. Everything that they've done is recyclable and... and well, and they said it's actually made from recycled glass. Yeah. And and the label is actually also biodegradable and recyclable. Right. And probably, I would imagine it's probably agave paper. It could be. Um, it it's not crystalline, you know. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's cloudy either. It's just it's just a it's got a natural tint to it though. It, that's not real bright in color. But you know, legs and tears are beautiful. We're using our Stasso Jarritos for uh, for tequila, which we we really enjoy here because it makes our job a little easier. <laughs> wow, well, you know, for folks who are uh, are you know really pride themselves on their uh, scientific knowledge of aromatics, I gotta say, you know, they're they're not letting us down with this. No. Note. No, the see the 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 look isn't isn't bright. It's not a bright and shiny tequila. But I tell you what, that nose is bright, man. That comes right up to greet you. 
<laughs> it gave shivers. Yeah. It's but see, I'm not getting any mineral minerality that we normally get from from some tequilas in a matitan. This is almost this almost smells like a like a Highlands, like a you know, like there's more fruit, there's more sweetness on the nose, more flour. You right. Know? Wow. Well, I'm, you know, I'm getting some of that, you know, that, uh, you know, bright citrus, grassy notes. Yeah, it's it's like a it's almost like a like a little bit of a honeysuckle. It's kind of I, I don't know if you've ever have you ever sucked on a honeysuckle blossom before? They literally are very sweet. And uh, the the first and only time I've ever done that was in New Mexico. That we had a neighbor that grew his would grow over our fence and and um the person i was living with at the time said oh that's honeysuckle i go how can you tell she goes look she plucked the blossom this says, go ahead and lick the stem because there's a little stem and it's really sweet it's no wonder that you know bees and and um uh, hummingbirds like that stuff so the nectar itself and so it's got like kind of like for me a little bit of a honeysuckle um smell to it I don't know if you're getting that, but but I but I'm also getting citrus. Yeah, I'm I'm really being drawn into the citrus and uh, you know sort of the the grassiness. Now, would you say there's something that's been difficult for me to pin down? People talk about the uh, this uh, kind of wet cement smell. Um, would you say there's any of that here, or would you say that no. corresponds more to the mineral, the you know the or, yeah, the mineral if qualities? Reality, you could you could get it, and and uh, by and large, if you're if you're looking for it, you'll find it like in in tequilas or even mezcals that are made with a taona, because it's a stone wheel. the The wheel itself will will add an extra layer of complexity to to the the finished tequila. You. Um, I had one master distiller tell me that not a whole lot of people like to smell the rock in their tequilas. So, but every once in a blue moon, uh, I've had one this year with uh, Eric Zandona called Rejon, where you get that wet cement. You know, it's a it's a much higher it's a higher ABV, but it was superb, and and it's so rare to get that. And you know what it reminded me of, Rick? Since we're talking about Amati Town, remember Regional? Remember the old Oh man, you're always bringing up regional. Yeah, that's what it smelled like. It smelled like regional. It's like, oh my god, that just you know the the memories that brought back because that was like uh, when Azunia first came out on the market years and years ago. I used to call it regional light because it was a much softer version of regional at a, at eighty proof. And so <laughs> those tequilas are rare; they're few and far between. But you'll you'll get them. And and now I'm getting them more in mezcals, the wet cement. So I'm not getting wet cement here, but it is brighter. I, I will say it is it's a it's a much brighter um, nose. But let's hey let's dive in, man. Let's oh. let's, let's go for it. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Mm. Wow, it's got this. Great viscosity to it. Great yeah, mouth. Big mouthfeel. Nice big growing pepper effect. Yeah. Um, nice medium to long finish too. You didn't. It, it's almost. It belies itself because of the aroma. It's. It's actually. It's actually nice and aggressive. I like it, man. This is. 
This is like it took me by the shirt collar and go, here, taste this. <laughs> You were talking about sweetness in the aroma. Um, you know, we're not getting, uh, I'm not getting any excessive sweetness in the, uh, in the palate. No, just on the sides, you know, the, the net, the, it's the sweetness you, you, you expect from organic agave and organic tequila. It's just, it's just a residual sweetness. It's nothing that sticks, nothing cloying that sticks to your palate. Um, there's the white pepper, black pepper kind of thing that's going on. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah, I you know, that's really that's really the highlight on the palate. The uh, you know, I'm not necessarily getting on the palate what I would expect from the aroma. Yeah, me neither. You know, those qualities are um, are uh, secondary to what's going on with the uh, the black and white pepper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But it's nice and clean on the palate. Um, it's got a punch to it. I'm really impressed. I gotta say, this is like the third or fourth tequila I've had this year from this distillery. And every time I have one that comes from Las Americas, I keep asking myself, how can they how can they make an organic tequila different without, you know, without the aid of, of enhancements, additives, things like that? And so far, every one this year has been a surprise. Um, I think I mentioned to you off camera that we had the, the new version of, of Hermosa, myself and Alex. And I got to tell you, it tastes like old school tequila. It tastes like, like really, as a matter of fact, that would be the one that almost got wet cement in it. Because you could, you could taste the that they use the stone oven as opposed to autoclaves. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this, this distillery has both, but uh, like, El, like El Sotibo, they're using just the, uh, the ovens. And it was a throwback tequila. I, I was so impressed because I'd never had that style of tequila coming out of that distillery. So just when I thought that they couldn't surprise me anymore, you know, terpenes happen. <laughs> well i think wow. they've probably always been happening but uh you know these people are apparently coming with the expertise to uh you know really zero in on specific ones and uh adjust the process to it so what do you what do you think are we, are we gonna are we gonna i love it i love it i would recommend it yep brand of promise nominee in that organic blanco category i i am again Really impressed by by this distillery and and the the what's the word I'm looking for it, their their versatility in producing different flavor profiles for every one of those brands that you showed earlier. Uh, you know, it's how far how far can they go before they say no? We're done. <laughs> I can't. We can't do this anymore. You know. <laughs> Uh, we, not if we're going to keep our organic certification, not if the, we're going to keep the rabbi happy. You know, it's not going to happen anymore. We're done. We only get 10 brands out of here. But <laughs> they keep doing it. They keep, they keep surprising you. I'm, I'm really, really impressed by yeah. this. This is, this is really gorgeous stuff. You know, so apart from the, from the lifestyle, you know, the, the lifestyle uh, uh, angle and, and, and the, uh, uh, and the scientific angle, 
this is really good tequila, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they're, again, you know, it's one of these groups. They're coming at it from, from experience in another industry. Um, it's translating well. Yeah. Uh, quite well. I understand that uh, uh, according to the uh, uh, press information that, that, they, that they sent us, uh, right now, the, the um, uh, let's see if I can find it. If the if I have um, uh, it's eighty proof, of course. Uh, let me see if I can find it on the on the uh, other information here. Uh, they have, um, I think they have suggested. What do we know as a as a MSRP on this? Because I knew that what they had suggested, but I'm not sure if that's if that's the case. Now they were, of course, this is if you're familiar with this business. You know, this was a, a brand that was set to probably hit the market with a big splash in the summertime. And then COVID hit in March and you couldn't stop the train. It's on the train to to, you know, to be launched. And it did. Um, but uh, right now it's only available in Blanco. I, the MSRP that I have here from the press release is uh, th anywhere from thirty nine ninety nine to forty five ninety nine. But they will offer a reposado and an añejo in 2021. But is that the case? Can can you can you find it, Rick? Is it is it? Uh, I haven't found it. Um, I'm just looking at a couple of my usual suspects now, and um, I'm not getting any hits on it. I I love the 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 old style packaging too. I mean, this bottle I haven't seen a bottle like this in a in a while, and it's a it's a wooden wooden topper. Wooden well, and it's one of those bar friendly bottles too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, it's a little more, a little more curvaceous than like um, uh, Cabeza or something like that, which was really right. designed for bartenders. Yeah. Um, but you know, still, it's easy, easy to grip. Yep. Uh, it right here. It's it, it, on the. Uh, uh, it proudly says certified organic tequila. Uh, on it's it's uh, on the bottle itself. Um, Wow, great stuff from these from these folks from the El Sativa, from Jamie Witten and and Dr. Summers uh, and 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 team the El Sativa team. They got a winner. They got a winner. I, I I'd say go find it. I think it's a. I, would you say this is cocktail friendly also? Certainly. Yeah, uh, it's can't complain. Um, every like I say, every time, every time. Uh, uh, you think you've tasted everything coming out of that distillery? They they have something new, so. Well, and again, you know, this is one of those distilleries where I would recommend trying anything that comes out of there. Yeah. You know, you got Las Americas, you got uh, uh, fourteen fourteen, um, you got. Oh, the, uh, uh, oh, now I'm blanking on names, yeah. but well, uh, you know, there are several numbers that. Uh, I, I'm not a big numbers guy, but some some people are familiar with the num numbers in there because they're very, they're they're very um uh um uh, they're big fans of, of certain distilleries and and the products that come out of there. So yeah, uh, La Cofradia is another one. Yeah, you know, just uh, yeah, these yeah. these distilleries are fantastic. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to 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 the folks at El Sativo. That is our take on El Sativo organic and kosher tequila. Go get it. And remember, you heard it here first, terpenes. Oh, 
And you can also feel good that uh, that they are uh, giving back from this product. Yeah, uh, it's uh, they say they're uh, giving a percentage uh, back to charities such as Ocean Conservancy, Ocean Cleanup, Cool Earth, and International Anti Poaching. Um, you know, so yeah. they're uh, they're giving back with the, yeah, the process as well. It's good for you, and it's good. And it, even on their neck tag, it says "Go Green." So, um, yeah. good. good. Earth, good for the palate. Yeah, good for the palate, good for the earth, good for the, you know, good for the environment. So that's, and it's good for you. All right. So that's our take on El Sativo. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Rick Levy and Escondido. You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. Please follow us anywhere that you see us. We're there Pinterest, Facebook. Uh, yep, Tequila Aficionado. Uh, you can also subscribe to our newsletter and get our magazines and books as well. And uh, hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that notification bell, hit the you know hit the commitment button. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.